0: quite the time. Welcome quite. To, this, to this episode. <laughs> starting, out the, starting out the pod right. With yes. a good old giggle sash. Uh, yeah.
1: We girls. had some technical difficulties, but we're hanging in there. If my track sounds a little bit tinny <laughs> or weird, it's because I'm using the laptop
2: mic. Don't ask. <laughs> she's
0: having techie diffies, but it's going to be okay. But yeah. she's got a really cool green tint on her right now. Yeah.
2: We Good. should take a picture uh so that people can see this gorgeous setup that kindly. <laughs> <laughs> oh please do. <laughs> oh yeah. I just uh don't even know where to begin. Everyone looks beautiful, everyone looks uh lovely. How's it going? It it's fair.
1: <laughs> <laughs> comme si, comme ça. <laughs> asi, asi.
2: Maso Asoso. menos, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, well uh anyone have oh my gosh emily i started and i haven't yet finished um or maybe i did finish surviving death yes that's what Ooh. it's called right yes it's yeah so good everyone has to watch this like, so
0: interesting it,
2: am i am i gonna get emotional really incredible yes um, that's what i'm I worried mean, there are about definitely emotional parts but
0: not like not throughout the whole thing no okay and
2: definitely okay. nothing that like
0: Shook me to the core, or
2: anything like. Girl,
0: I bawled at the end of (laughs) episode five. I I was about to take a picture of myself to send it to you because I was (laughs) in literal tears. She's
2: had. She's been. Maybe I'm emotional.
0: I don't know. But yeah, I mean, same, same.
2: So I'll skip (laughs) episode five. No, but you have to watch it. You have to watch it. Okay, okay. Watch them all. Okay, it's not like. I don't think you're going to be upset by it. I think you're going to be touched. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. You know, I know we love being
1: touched.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes. Uh, Love language.
1: Touch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was a sweet cry. It was like, oh my gosh. Okay. It's
2: a good cry. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No one, no one be afraid. It's a great show. It's really cool. Um, once Kylie's watched, we can we can discuss further, but if anyone else has watched it, toss it in the Facebook group or, you know, tweet at us, comment on Instagram. Let's chat about it because it's right, so all right. bad. And it's also inspired me for, I think, a few weeks from now, we should definitely touch on some, like, near-death experiences oh, because there are some really cool cool stories and things that people have seen on the other side and yeah. experienced so
0: and have you gotten to the past life episode cuz those are my fave
2: yes i think i definitely did watch all of it yeah. there's like 6 episodes right. mm-hmm. then i watched them all yeah. yeah but i want to go to that um the mediumship like conference that they have in the, sh- the netherlands I, I thought of you immediately
0: I was mm.
2: looking into it and the one for this year was like this past weekend and I was like damn it I missed Just it missed but it. maybe next year is is my year to to shine but they also have some online courses too so I am very excited to look into that further it looks very cool.
0: Yes. Oh, <laughs> so exciting.
1: You know what? I'm going to start it tonight.
0: Yes, please do, do it so we can all talk about it. Because I, I don't want to give anything away. I feel like no, you have I to don't just watch it and then discuss. Okay. You know? No
2: spoilers, but what? it's it's really good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, well, sh- should we dive in this evening?
2: Why yeah. Not? Who Why are we get started with? The Golden Ghouls. Alyssa, Kylie, Emily, and it's time to get spooky. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> nice, gorgeous. This week we're heading to uh the great state of California. We love yes, it. Yes, we are. We've been there a couple times before, mm-hmm. uh specifically LA, Hollywood, but we're gonna get we're gonna branch out a little bit this time. We're gonna see yeah. the sights. Talk
0: about some things you guys probably don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe not. Maybe.
2: Maybe do, maybe don't. This was a really. I had a really hard time deciding because I've got I've got some favorites in California, um, but I I put one of my faves on reserve for for later days. Ooh, ooh, um,
0: okay,
2: I really want to really want to do that one justice when I have some more time to to research. So
0: I got you. Yeah, this, this, this was a this was more respect. of a quick draw. You know, yeah,
2: yeah. I don't want to spill any beans, but um, God forbid, God forbid. (laughs) But we'll we'll hear it eventually. But I can I can kick us off with another favorite of mine. This is the Hotel Del Coronado, love that, and in Coronado, California. Yeah, it's a pretty cool one. Um, I think people will definitely recognize it it's got a very distinct look about it it's really cool looking but um just a a lot of people will know it just based on what it looks like when we post the pictures but um so the hotel del coronado also known as the dell and hotel dell it's got nicknames you know she's got she's got names um (laughs) It is a historic beachfront hotel in the city of Coronado, which is just across the San Diego Bay from San Diego. It is one of the few surviving examples of an American architectural genre called the Wooden Victorian Beach Resort, which is so specific, but it's, it's really a thing and it's one of the last left. Uh, it is also the second largest wooden structure in the U.S. Oh, fun fact!
0: Yeah,
2: and was designated a California historical landmark in 1970 and a National Historic Landmark in 1977. So she is she's noteworthy. Mm-hmm. When it opened in 1888, it was the single largest resort hotel in the world. So she she big. The popularity of the hotel was established really quickly. They hosted uh, Presidents Harrison, McKinley, Taft, and Wilson. They hosted royalty. They hosted celebrities. This was a hot spot. Mm -hmm. By the 1920s, Hollywood stars and starlets discovered that the Dell was the in place to stay, and many celebrities made their way south to party during the 20s and 30s specifically during the era of prohibition so it was popping off some of the folks who stopped by Douglas Fairbanks Charlie Chaplin Rudolph Valentino Clark Gable Mae West Joan Crawford Catherine Hepburn Eddie Davis Ginger Rogers Emily you would have loved this (laughs) yes this would have
0: been the spot for you they were partying it up on that beach you know it they Mm -hmm. were they were freaking living it up
2: i mean it was just glamour all the time time. time and that is that's just a short list i mean i could go on for days but the hotel has also been featured in numerous movies including some like it hot fantastic and you know a classic and my blue heaven which is another that the people love uh, books, music, TV, and it has inspired many creatives who have stayed there. Another fun fact, the initial inspiration for Stephen King's short story, 1408, No way! came, came from a collection of real-life news stories about this parapsychologist named Christopher Chacon, who actually investigated this notoriously haunted room at the hotel, and that's that's what 1408 came came from was that uh, parapsychologist experiences at the hotel.
1: Wow. I had no idea.
2: Yes. Well, the more you know. <laughs> so now for the haunts. Since its early days, guests have been intrigued by stories of apparitions and strange occurrences, mostly on the third floor, in the gift shop, and just around the hotel in general. It, it doesn't, it doesn't quit. Employees and visitors have often reported unusual noises, footsteps, temperature changes, and visual phenomena. And there are even a few resident spirits who are named Kate and Isidore. So more on Kate in a bit because her story is a little bit more detailed. But Isidore Rush, she was a vaudeville stage actress who actually drowned at the hotel's beach in 1904 at only 38 years old. Mm
0: -hmm. And uh,
2: old Isidore, she's got some tricks up her sleeve, which we'll get to in just a moment. The gift shop, though, has seen much of the activity, with items flying off of shelves and books being rearranged by unseen forces. Mm. So miraculously, nothing thrown has ever broken, and it actually typically lands upright, but much of what gets tossed is the some-like-it-hot memorabilia that they sell in the gift shop, (laughs) which (laughs) employees kind of think is due to the fact that maybe Isidore and Kate are not wanting to share the spotlight with Marilyn Monroe, and um, can you blame them? No. Mm. What a beauty. What a, a legend. (laughs) <laughs> so aside from the gift shop there's also room 3519 which used to be room 3502 um so depending on where you look this room might have a few different numbers because they've changed the numbers throughout the years but um it used to be a maid's room and it's been the site of numerous paranormal happenings such as objects moving around by themselves Allegedly, the mistress of the original hotel owner committed suicide in the room when she found out that she was pregnant and this hotel owner was not going to help her. So she took her life there. Oh, (laughs) man. Yeah. There have also been more random occurrences throughout just tons of rooms in the hotel. Um, Sometimes guests will come back from, you know, being out for a short period of time, Housekeeping hasn't been there, and their pillows will be stacked in a pyramid formation.
0: Just period, pyramid formation, exclamation point.
2: Yes. That's what that reminded
0: me of. (laughs) (laughs) Then, for some
2: reason, on Valentine's Day in the year 2000, specifically, several couples reported that their bedsheets were ripped off of them in the middle of the night.
0: Ew. So
2: Rude. I don't know who or what was responsible for this, and or why it was specific to that day. Maybe someone was really <laughs> pissed on that Valentine's Day, and shit just started popping off. But multiple people reported it that year. <laughs> More recently, though, there's was was this like gentleman. A
0: conspiracy <laughs> at like two o'clock. All of their bedsheets <laughs> were ripped off. <laughs>
2: All of the ghosts like got in a huddle and they were like, "Okay, we're gonna One, fuck shit two, up tonight." Three. <laughs> 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 I love, I love the
0: thought of them just like the, the conspiring standing. together. That's beautiful. Yeah, that's, it's, we love so community. T- it's good to know we can do that in the afterlife. Teamwork you know? makes the dream work. You know, if we need to do a flash mob, it's possible because we can yeah. take off sheets and in a deformation, exclamation point.
2: Yes. So more recently, though, there's a guy who checked in the hotel, just like any other day, you know. He put his luggage and belongings on his bed upon entering the room. And before unpacking, he went in to use the bathroom, freshen up a bit. You know, you feel gross after traveling. So he comes out. All of his suitcases were open and his clothing and belongings were just strewn all over the room, tossed about. I'm not interested in that happening to me. No.
0: Mm-mm. no.
2: But here goes the most well-known story, and it is that of Miss Kate Morgan. She was a 24-year-old gal who arrived at the hotel on Thanksgiving Day of 1892, and it said that she was alone and visibly unhappy. So according to hotel employees, she said she was waiting for a gentleman to join her. After five lonely days, Kate took her own life. Oh, no. Yeah. At the time of her death, police couldn't find anything to positively identify her, so a description of her was telegraphed to police uh, departments around the country. And as a result, newspapers began to refer to Kate as, quote, the beautiful stranger, which, eh, that's nice. That's a nice way to describe somebody mm-hmm. but uh so after her identity was confirmed her husband actually was the one who confirmed it they were estranged um it was surmised that she had arrived at the dell hoping to rendezvous with a lover Ooh. she was up to tricks for sure and you know what do your thing honey
0: hmm
2: So it was said that she had been employed in a wealthy Los Angeles household. And from there, she had traveled by train to the hotel where passengers had seen her um, arguing with a male companion who then deserted her while they were en route to to the hotel. During her stay, Kate was described as sickly and sorrowful Venturing into San Diego to buy a handgun. Oh no. And the San Diego coroner later confirmed that Kate had died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Uh-oh. Which interesting. Although I read some other reports that said the bullet did not match her handgun. Oh, so what? some suspect foul play. Uh-oh. Yeah. It it's I can't find confirmation either way, but it could be one or the other. Maybe one day we'll contact her and find out the the gosh darn truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So since that time, guests and employees have attested to ghostly goings on, most which have to do with Kate's original third floor guest room, which is now marked room 3327. Uh, visitors have experienced flickering lights. Their television will turn on and off by itself They'll feel random breezes coming from nowhere. Oh, nice. Inexplicable scents <laughs> of uh, a woman's perfume. Unexplained sounds. Items moving on their own. The door will randomly open or shut. Tr- like, super abrupt changes in room temperature. Unexplained voices, footsteps. I mean, it's got it all. It's, it's really everything you can think of. It happens in this room. Mm-hmm. The story of Kate continues to intrigue hotel visitors, and this room is actually the most requested in the whole hotel. So many independent paranormal, paranormal researchers have obviously come. So many have documented supernatural activity in the room, um, and they have also seen Kate in the hotel hallways and along the seashore. So she's just living, living laughing and loving as an <laughs> say. She really is. Uh, there's also this book that you can get and learn more about it, but um, it's called The Beautiful Stranger, The Ghost of Kate Morgan and the Hotel Del Coronado. Um, it's an official account of her visit. It's got a whole timeline of her activities at the hotel and the coroner's inquest, all the newspaper reports, vintage photos. It's got it all, and it also talks about the paranormal sightings that um, have been reported throughout the years mm. so this book is a hot ticket item um they do usually offer what they call a haunted happenings tour but due to covid they've canceled them for the time being I'm just gonna say when it's safe I'm making my way there i'm I'm taking that tour but um she's making yeah, my way guess. That's, yeah. that's the del Coronado it it is not playing around.
0: Dude, the Del Coronado is so tight. Have y'all have y'all been? Haven't. Oh, it's beautiful and old. I don't know if I'd stay there. You know me. I'd have to sleep in a sleeper on the ground. I, you know, I don't know if I'd stay there either. Yeah, but. I've just I've just been through, and then onto the beach. So, She's but it's gorgeous a cool spot. And it's definitely haunted. It's seen some stuff, y'all. Spookalish delicious so anyways y'all i've got our next story oh i can't wait and i'm really excited about it i'm it's gonna be a little short a shorty because i didn't have too much time to go deep because it's you'll understand it's a lot of places in one spot so i couldn't do a deep dive on each of them but in los angeles california there is this place that i had never heard of until now called heritage square museum it's in Montecito heights off of homer street um and it is this neighborhood you guys that they have built and put a bunch of 19th century homes some of the oldest developments from southern california they've put it in this square (gasps) and made it a museum for everybody to go visit I love you can that. take tours inside these homes. There's all these old buildings from back of the first days of LA. It's so honestly cool. a really cool thing in itself. But then they're haunted on top of it, and they do ghost tours. How did I not know about any of this? <sighs> I don't right know, but in your we're own tour. yeah. Yep. It was established in 1969. And the museum focuses on the years of 1850 to 1950 and around L.A. So the buildings that they brought in, I'm going to I'm going to name them for you. One is the Mount Pleasant House that was built in 1876 by a prominent businessman and lumber baron, William Hayes Barry. Yeah, very cool. And that's a really nice house. I mean, it's very old. So it was and if you know, like when we came to settle in L.A., 1876 is very early on. So this Mount Pleasant house was regarded of one of like the nicest homes to be seen in L.A. So that's pretty fun. Fancy. The Palms Depot. This is tight. It was built in 1875. And this was the depot for the Los Angeles and Independence Railroad that was later absorbed into the Pacific Electric Railway in 1911. And it continued to provide service all the way up until 1953. So the Palms Depot has seen some people. Some footsteps have gone across those floors, you guys. The depot has seen some people. (laughs) Good one. I loved it. (laughs) The Longfellow Hastings Octagon House. This one's very interesting. It is one of only about 500 octagonal buildings in the United States. And the Octagon House has a pretty unique story. The type is based on the mid-19th century ideas of Orson Squire Fowler, the eight-sided homes were preferable to the standard four-sided type. The builders of octagonal structures believed that windows on eight sides gave more light and better air circulation and that they were easier and less expensive to construct. So you got those octagonal houses. Wow, right I there. feel stupid in my, in my four-sided house. Well, you know, but after the Civil War, interest waned on, on the homes. They were like, nah. We're not into it anymore, but this is one of them. Very cool. The John J. Ford House, built in 1887. It was one of the large track of simple middle class homes in downtown LA. The Lincoln Avenue Methodist Church is there, built in 1897. A carriage barn, yeah, (laughs) that was built in 1899. On the grounds that is that of what is now Pasadena's Huntington Memorial Hospital. So, you know, cool. Valley Nudson Garden Residence, also known as the Shaw House, which I'll talk about later because it has some cool activity. The Hale House. Now, this one is my favorite because it is decked out in all different colors. Oh, yeah. Super cute. Built in 1887 by George W. Morgan. And this thing is haunted AF, y'all. Ooh. The ghosts pop off in here, apparently. One person even said that they believe this place must have been a seance, seance house back in the day. Like the owners were inviting p- people over, doing a seance in the living room every Saturday okay. night. I mean, that a was a big thing
2: back in the day. People right. love to have a seance night. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. well, And the house was sold and moved a lot. So lots of owners. Mm. Very cool. Then there's the salt box house. So, you know, this square has it all, you guys. It's got a lot of old homes from back in LA and we love it and we're here for it. Let's talk about the hauntings, right? I'm ready. Yes,
2: please,
1: ma'am.
0: Okay. This kind of reminds me of um,
2: Pioneer Farms which is here, but they have a bunch of random homes from, like, Mm -hmm. around the Austin area that are in this one space now. And um, it's very haunted, but very cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think it reminded me of, like, Williamsburg, Virginia, you know, and, like, places like that where they moved all of the old places into one complex to, like, let people explore, which is so tight.
2: They're one of asking my favorite to
0: be Exactly. And you know, they're not really I guess ma- I mean they are renovating it, so then there's like even more chaos with hauntings, right? Oh yeah. So crazy. And they're moving it. So you know, people are ghosts are like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you taking me? Exactly. So the hail house, let's start there, because I said that one had the most energy. A lot of ghost tours happen at this place and a lot of paranormal investigators come in and out. But we're going to focus on G.S. Reynolds' investigation of the Hale House because he picked Ooh. up a lot on his spirit box, y'all. Hmm. He gave a whole spell out on the Internet of his time at Heritage Square. But I'm just going to give you a little synopsis here. It's he be, It was beautifully written, so I do think you should go check out his story. He's, he's got a, it's a lot of imagery, you know, I can really, I'm in, the, I'm in the house with him. Anyways, he went up to the master bedroom with his first spirit box. He put it on the bed and he was getting all sorts of male voice saying, what number? And then he would be like, hello. Okay. My name's Jerry. Hello. How are you? Right. And then a female came in saying, April. And then sh- they would say, "Okay, come on. We just heard your voice. Is this a female?" And then they'd say, "My bedroom. This is all recorded, and you can get it. A- you can get the recordings on this, on this uh, site Ooh. that GS Reynolds put on the internet for us." And EVPs he's got- make my skin crawl. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're a little <laughs> hard to hear, but you can get you can get what he's saying. Anyways, this male voice then proceeds to say, "His name's Roger, and the female's Deborah." So we got a Deborah and a Roger in the master bedroom. All right, all right, and they're all into talking. They're saying things like "Repeat yourself." I did, I did. (laughs) Who dat the message? They said who dat. (laughs) (laughs) Go Saints! That's what. That's what I heard. But if you want to spell out, they probably said like "Who did that?" You know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sticking with who dat. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i am as well
0: you gotta catch what you hear you know yeah then they tell us we're both hail Ooh. yeah so is there a roger and deborah Hale?
2: Oh gotta like, know
0: they say something like the message i'll give it to them what message we need to get in there and find out more they're really they're really skirting around some stuff they need to get to the facts I'm, and figures i don't know but, what yeah. jerry was up to in here but he was asking, you know, pretty generic questions. I'm like, let's dive deep, Jer. I think they're telling you a lot, <laughs> you know. But then around 947, he announces that he's going to leave the room. And you hear the male voice say, don't leave us. <gasps> and then no they, way. they, and then they, and then Jerry's like, no, we're going to leave you now. But we may be back. And the female voice is like, stop them. They're lonely. Right. And, he, and Jerry asks, "Well, do you want me to stay?" And the spirit says, "Uh huh, we do." <gasps> Whoa! How cute. I'm like
2: intrigued by these EVPs, although scared. <laughs>
0: so really I'm telling you. Do it's you think stuff.
1: that it's a, actually a demon trying to trick them to stay so they can mess uh, around?
2: Oh my gosh, Dude, I, hope I don't not. know, but
0: they had they had a um, what's it called? They had. Who could talk to people. Oh, a medium. A medium. Why was I (laughs) losing it? I was thinking like so many different words. A medium was there um, from Calpara Calpara Research. Yeah. Named KD. And KD was picking up on on a female spirit mainly in the Mm. bedroom. And I think KD would have felt the demonic presence, right?
2: I don't know because demons can mimic. Oh no! Other other spirits, so
0: they can't wow. be trusted. Don't trust a demon, man. You never trust. I've a heard demon. that before. But they spent some time in there, and uh, Katie felt the spirit. She she was talking to him, and it was felt that they were the Hales. Okay. So, well, we got to get in there and figure it out now. Take yeah. our own VEVPs. Absolutely. The next place Jerry went was the Shaw House, where, you know, 1883, cabinet maker. He lived mm-hmm. there. And uh they were gathering some stuff all throughout the house. But I'm more interested in the spirit box info, right? Because that's crazy stuff. And they were getting stuff like verbotum, which is German word for forbidden. I don't even know Ooh. if I'm saying that right. It sounds... I don't. Pretty close. S- I've never I would studied guess. German, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> and then there were voices saying, "That's enough! Enough! Please leave us!" So these guys weren't Shaw They didn't want to hang out, you know. So they I might mean, be demonic.
2: Can't blame them. they right?
0: had <laughs> a they've had a long life, and they're just <laughs> sick of the shit. Yeah, they had <laughs> another male female on this one. They were saying random things, but a lot of that's enough, enough, verboten, so forbidden. At one point, they said ma. A boy was saying mom. Ma. Exactly. Yeah. They did get four names out of this house. Agnes, Kramer, Brooke, and Carmen. (laughs) That is a a real array of names.
2: (laughs) And it was Agnes and it, Kramer,
0: Brooke and Carmen. Yes. Brooke and, and then, Carmen. And then in that same EVP, <laughs> they also got they also got romantic. Okay. So, you know, cool. so what they're, they're saying going.
2: is that there is a four-way relationship.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's
2: very romantic.
0: Yes. And also to my understanding I think there there was a doctor in this house. Oh, is there a doctor in the house? They started asking questions about how many nurses did they have? (laughs) I don't. And the spirit box said four. Ooh. So maybe that's Agnes, Kramer, Brooke and Carmen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: We'll never know until we go.
0: (laughs) This is crazy stuff. People feel really cold in the Shaw House, also on their, especially, but on their legs and their feet. Hmm. How's that?
2: Poor circulation.
0: <laughs> yeah. <That's kind> of <laughs> of what you know? Because <laughs> isn't that just bad airflow? Uh, yes. Yeah, or the airflow is too good. Yeah. Right. But, they, but in this house, they took some, they got some shots. They got some photos. Oh, shit. Some thermal photos. Oh, and I see what he's saying, but he's saying that he caught, Jerry's saying he caught a older balding man in one of his photos. And you can kind of see, but it also looks like a thumb. Same. <laughs>
2: I, I mean yeah, same. Same.
0: We um we'll share we can, de- we can we'll definitely share some post of the pics
2: it. on Instagram. Oh my
0: god. You'll see the thumb, but also but he zooms in and it does look like an old man screaming like this like like that.
2: <laughs> Emily will also have to uh give us a picture of her making the scream face so we can post that yeah. and you guys yeah,
0: can
1: yeah.
2: You see. You'll <laughs> see the accuracy is astounding the thumb.
0: <laughs> because his neck and his head it looks like it all goes into one but then his little mouth is open screaming all right cute you'll see it and you'll Precious. see the no he's got huge ears same if that's a person but then they went to the octagon house they didn't they didn't take any pictures here but again got some uh spirit box they got a welcome home a uh-uh. no a I killed him. What? This is Wayne. the most I've ever
1: heard <laughs> from a spirit box. Like, this is yeah. the most active this is, spirit this
0: is box. I, I'm telling you, this is why it's interesting to me. They got so much on their spirit boxes. Mm. They got I'm suspicious. My, think, dude, he has it all here. I'm, gonna study the website. I'm telling you, it's hard to hear, but I get what you you know, that's what he heard. He got my honored name. He got growl. The word growl. Someone said growl (laughs) instead of actually growling.
1: (laughs) They're just so lazy. They're like, growl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He, yeah. And crazy stuff because he doesn't recall any noises going on at the time of these, you know, catching these uh, spirit box (laughs) messages. He also went to the Perry house where the only thing they got was a wailing female. Sounded like a wailing female in the house, Poor thing. crying somewhere. Yeah. Uh. So, oh, but they took a picture in the Perry House too, and they got a man. He's waving like this. Cute. I know. He, like a. And it's very clear. You know. Yeah. And so Jerry, Jerry just has to say in summary, Heritage Square is definitely haunted, and we need to keep going back to get Damn. more evidence. Apparitions, cold spots, yes, and lots of wish, EVP evidence <laughs> I wish I could have been able to do a deeper dive into all of these homes to get some more history to put you know because I don't know about the nurses, you know, but We'd I been be here all night, but we would be here all night, <laughs> but so this I, was a beautiful I synopsis. think it's safe to say those names are the nurses could, could be. be you know, who knows? I I,
2: I got to go there. I mean, now so many of my best friends live in L.A.
0: That <laughs> right? might be the first place I go when I can safely travel. Same. 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 Yes. Meet me there. I'll, the next time I go to L.A., for sure, going to take a visit.
2: Yeah. I know they do
0: ghost tours, like I said, but with uh, the pandemic, it's probably not happening. True. Yeah, so True. we'll wait till the world is safe.
1: Yeah. If that will ever happen. If anyone has ever been
2: to Heritage Square, let us know. I feel like so many times people tell us like months or a year after the (laughs) episode, they're like, I've been to that place. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. tell us everything. Yes.
0: (laughs) Cool. Uh, cool. Well, this was fun. Yeah. Tell us if you know, because I want to know more about it. I only got the surface level. In a deep dive from Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. Shout out to Jer Bear. Shout out Thanks, to Jerry. Jer. Paranormal World of Jer- G-S All sweet. right, sweet. Mm-hmm.
1: So, have you guys heard of Turnbull Canyon? It's right outside of LA. Near? Haven't. Okay. Well, you're gonna want to go to here after this. All right. Mm-hmm. So the canyon it's a four-mile loop trail, and it's right near Whittier, um, and it's part of the Puente Hills Preserve, which most of you may have heard of, maybe not. And there's a large cannon, I mean, sorry, canyon. <laughs> there's a cannon at the canyon. <laughs> the canyon has a creek at the bottom, and then there's some woods, um, many, many a sycamore tree. And the slopes of the canyon, they're covered in sage and grasses. So I'm trying to paint a picture for you. You know, I'm trying to paint a picture. It sounds lovely. So with almost all haunted land, as we have come to learn, there's a history of natives. Specifically the Gabrielino Indians who, I guess you could say, owned and lived on this land for forever as far as we're concerned Um, the area was also originally part of Mexico so the Turnbull Canyon was thought of to to have been used as a battleground um, by the the natives rather than like a a place to live so it's really no stranger to death people have been massacred on this land uh, since since the beginning of time Hmm. And in typical white fashion, the land was taken away from them. Um, initial initial attempt was by the Spaniards. And then I guess I shouldn't say in typical white fashion, but typical like colonist or conquistador fashion. Um, after the initial attempt by the Spaniards, there was another uh, takeover after the Mexican-American War. And then this land was known as Alta, California. So, this new governor of Alta, California, Pio Pico, or Pio Pico, he was feeling generous and awarded William Workman 49,000 acres of land, which included Damn. Turnbull Canyon. So, understandably, Workman did not get along well with the Gabrielino Indians. Uh, they did eventually work for him, probably, you know, begrudgingly or against his will, <laughs> Um and it is said that they would raid his property from time to time, which is funny. So, given all of this history, a lot of people assume that the spirits of the Gabrielinos haunt the canyon, along with the ghost of William Workman, who ended up shooting himself in the head and dying after he lost Oof. a bunch of money. And there's some info in this awesome blog that I found written by the SIU, the Supernatural Investigation Unit. So, backtracking a little bit, (laughs) William hasn't shot himself in the head just yet, but because there were raids by the natives, he was like, okay, I'm going to need to dig an underground living space for my family. Uh, And during this time, the the natives reported seeing witches and ghosts. And so they they were like, oh my God, this, it's because of workmen. He's doing, you know, evil things. So it's kind of, it's summoning evil witches and ghosts. Um, so again, he ended up losing all 49,000 acres, Oof. lost all of his money and then rip. He died. Oof. So this spot had a large Quaker population um, and Whittier College is nearby, which is a private liberal arts college. And although it's no longer affiliated with the Society of Friends, the Quakers, the college does um, remain proud of its Quaker heritage. And they have a blog, thequakercampus.org. And they also go into depth about um, the history of Turnbull, Kenyon. And they... The, the blog details the namesake of the canyon, Robert Turnbull. He was a shepherd. He moved to California in 1873, wanted to make money in real estate. Uh, he he bought some land. He was also known as the town drunk. So Ooh. people were like, all right, y'all, he's a hot mess. <laughs> and people never saw him sober. He'd be like riding around on his horse, you know, slurring his words, probably falling off his horse. Uh. One day, one evening, Robert Turnbull, he spent his night drinking down by the pub and on the way home fell off his horse <laughs> and was arrested for public drunkenness. Oh,
0: uh, wow.
1: I know, I know.
0: You shouldn't drink and gallop. Galloping, gallop?
1: no, yeah, you shouldn't drink and gallop,
0: right? Yeah, drink and galloping.
1: Am I right? Am I right? Not in these woods. Not in these woods. Um, so I oh, want to backtrack a little bit again. Sorry, guys. A fun fact that's important. Turnbull sold the land to two Quakers in June of 1887 for $30,000. So at this point, he doesn't own the land. He's just drinking and galloping. Okay. So he falls off. He's arrested. He ends up being beat up in jail, comes home with a broken, bruised, bloodied face. And then the next day, he kind of just... Wobbles on out of his house, gets back on his horse, and people don't hear from him for a while. He was end up found under uh, the Macy Bridge that goes into the LA River, face down in the mud, and an autopsy revealed that it was due to a brain aneurysm, possibly Oof. caused by being beat up. Jesus The night before. So when the Quakers who had purchased the land got news of this, they were like, ooh! rough. Maybe, maybe we should name the canyon after him. So they did. That's how the canyon was named Turnbull Canyon. So, so far, kind of a, kind of a sad history. (laughs) No, no good news has been coming out, you know, of this canyon. There's just a lot of death and kind of sadness. (laughs) So rumor has it, there is an area in Turnbull Canyon that leads to Hell's Gates. And if you're wondering, it's between Skyline Drive and Descending Drive. <laughs> and it's if you go there, it's actually a path that just leads up to a stop sign and another sign that's like, do not pass. You know, dog, dog will attack you. There's barbed wire on the fence. And if you do manage to get by, it just goes up to someone's backyard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So qu- questionable as to why this would be considered... Hell's Gates. I think but I'll tell the where started the rumor. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think they want people there. Hence all yeah. those signs.
0: They're like I don't even think they have a Here's dog. the they rumor. Just, it's yeah, Hell's just, Gate. Don't come. Don't
1: come. <laughs> 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 the rumor started during the Great Depression.
0: Oh. So
1: the canyon started to be used for strange satanic activity. Who knows why? But many families during this time they had to give their children up to orphanages was very sad um and there this is disappointing (laughs) there was a cult that would adopt the children from the orphanages and then slaughter them in the canyon for like for sacrifice which is disgusting that's real stories rumor has it rumor has it and then the cult mysteriously vanished but people who have been to the turnbull canyon at night have seen hooded figures roaming the trails. They've also seen bonfires. Witnesses have seen ghosts of children. There's also um, sites of people hanging from trees, children and adults alike. And then when you look back a second time, it's gone. It's apparitions of people hanging from trees. In the 1930s, there was a mental hospital right in the canyon. And it burnt down 10 years later. In 1962, there were a group of friends, you know, partying nearby. And they came across the ruins of the mental hospital. And one of the boys saw this electroshock um, device that, you you know, you like put on your head. That was used, of course, when the hospital was active, and he picked it up, and he was electrocuted and died. What? Which doesn't make sense, because the electricity had been shut off
2: yeah. 20 years
1: earlier when there was a fire. So how in the heck what? did he get electrocuted? Unless someone mm. charged that bad boy up. We don't know.
0: <clears throat> we don't know.
1: Bizarre. How bizarre? How bizarre? Very Another uh, sad story, which just, these all connect to death and spookiness. In 1952, there was a plane, Flight 416, that left New York City, and it ended up crashing right in the canyon. So what had happened was there was a very dense fog, and so the pilot went about, you know, 10 feet lower to try to see because of the fog, a wing hit the side of the canyon, and it crashed. Ooh, geez. Yeah, very, very sad. It actually ended up um, burning, and a farmer the next morning came across the ruin, which at the time was just this huge fire. He wasn't. He didn't realize it was. It had been from a plane at first, and so mm-hmm. when investigators came by, um, they weren't even able to you know identify most of the bodies but a majority of them were children so it's like how many kids are going to die in this canyon
2: oh my god I know
1: I know there have also been this is like I guess the joke around town is that this is a great spot to you know dump a body (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know some of you are taking notes (laughs) (laughs) don't do that (laughs) And there was a a young woman who was attacked by a group of men who slit her throat and then threw her down the canyon edge and then left her for dead. But she was able to climb out and basically like drag herself to a nearby house, and she got help, uh, and she survived. There was also a woman whose three friends murdered her because they thought that she was going to go to the cops and basically tell on them for um, some robberies. They ended up killing her, and then her foot got stuck on the seatbelt on their car, and they ended up dragging her body four miles.
2: my God. (laughs) What is
1: going on in this place? Horrible. Horrible. I know. And then as recently as 2011... The body of a 41-year-old woman was found in the canyon. Um, her boyfriend was eventually convicted of her murder six years later. So, again, very recent. Um, and her her arm was detached, and it was found in a different spot in the canyon. So, really, some really gruesome stuff. But this yeah. whole time, you know, we're not necessarily hearing about ghosts, but it does seem like it may be even like it's beyond that like it does yeah. almost seem like it's hell's gate like there's so many atrocities occurring here so many people have lost their lives and it just keeps continuing so i'm like i don't know i would want to go investigate but i almost feel like it's you're dancing with the devil you know you're there's a there's a higher chance
0: you're going to end up never leaving Jungle i also canyon. think there's something to be said about california canyons i don't know why i always hear about bodies in the california mm. canyons i mean maybe they're just so vast you can just plop maybe them, just toss in bods <laughs> i feel like every time i'm driving in a canyon with somebody they're like oh yeah there was a body down there
1: I'm like what? so it's messed up brah oh, there's man. also more recent occult activity there and this is like I'm not surprised, but it's just so annoying. People have seen members of the KKK out there. Ugh. I know. there was There's an actual Whittier resident, Vanessa Gonzalez, and she has said, she's like, I've seen the KKK once at the top of the road, and they just harassed us by yelling and telling us to leave. And they had three huge trucks, and one had a giant American flag on the back. And my immediate thought was, oh, they must have... Visited the Capitol last week, as well. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, it's messed up. It sounds though. like
2: cursed land. <laughs> yeah, so cursed.
1: Yeah, so cursed. it does.
2: It's a lot of drama. A lot. Yeah, a lot of drama. I have to wonder. Like, I mean, I know that you said that weird things have been happening like since Native Americans were living on the land, but I have to wonder, like, if there is some sort of Native American curse there or something.
1: Mm. Or Native Mexican curse, because it was, I guess, right? But yeah. I agree, there's probably some type of curse. I mean, maybe it did start with, you know, because it was a battleground, but maybe it was even before that. We don't know. Mm. I want to know, but I also don't want to know, because I think trying to investigate would result in
2: death. Yeah, I think I'll pass on stopping there, but um, if anyone drives through and snaps a photo, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: For don't wrong. stay
2: long <laughs> please <laughs> we beg of you we love you too much to let you go there
0: <laughs> but somebody lives up there yeah yeah, yeah there's still chilling. people
1: who live you know within the canyon not like down
0: in right the, not in down near in the, the creek the but yeah, like no.
1: right along alongside the canyon we could say yeah but yeah i want to know like what are you what are y'all doing i want to go interview there. them you're like
0: right? what's up what's going on yeah what have you seen? what are you seen? doing do you feel weird about it at all? <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Maybe they've made
2: like a deal with the devil and they just oh get to stay there gosh. if they don't, yeah. If they don't tell anyone what happens. Exactly. I don't like
0: that. <sighs> I don't like
2: it either, but, you know, just throwing out,
0: just throwing out you guys.
2: Just seeing, you know, throwing <laughs> spaghetti at the wall and seeing what yeah. sticks.
1: Exactly. Oh, another thing. So, um, when I was researching, I found a podcast of these three guys. Um, the podcast is called Nothing to See Here. I feel like they're basically the guy version of us, mm. but they go to the actual locations and then share the history and Ooh. the tales. So I listened to um, the one on Turnbull Canyon, and they're very funny. So I, we recommend Nothing to See Here podcast. Tell them we
2: sent you. Yeah, yeah, tell them. Tell them we sent you. Yeah. Never listen, but I'll I'll check it out and listen. <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, they're fun. You. They're fun. Find I out what. Like,
0: I would like us to go places for sure. That would be nice. Oh yeah, we'll get back yeah. into we'll get back. the
2: things. <laughs> Who knows if this is our year? But at some point, we'll we'll get back out there. Mm-hmm. All right, kids. It's been spooky. It's been yeah, real.
0: This was so so uh, fun.
2: So fun. Love California. There's so much.
0: Yes, you guys uh, I've have got so a good much... one
2: that we'll we'll talk about right. at some point in California. But uh yes. send us your stories to the Goals podcast at gmail.com. And uh we'll see you guys next week. Until next time, stay spooky. Woo!